Are you in Brisbane and looking for Brisbane's largest range of premium aerosols? Crush City was established in 2010 to provide a great retail space and the best quality materials and equipment for every occasion. With heavy stocks of Montana cans, Iron Lack, Bez, Loop and Molotov. To find out more, including opening times and deliveries, get at the team at crushcity.com.au or get at the team via Crush City Fame on Instagram or head into the shop at 423 Ipswich Road, Annerley. Crush City are proud sponsors of Beers, Beats and the Biz. Doors closing. Please stand clear. 420 Superstore are one of Australia's largest providers of 420 cultural giftwares and paraphernalia. Their product range includes a wide variety of items from dried herb aromatherapy devices, rolling and cutting supplies, herbal extraction devices, hydroponic grow equipment, to candy, carver and clothing. Open at their brick and mortar location at the Hooper Centre, Toowoomba, Queensland and online at 420superstore.com.au. From seed to satisfied, 420 Superstore has everything you need. Visit 420superstore.com.au today. 420 Superstore are official sponsors of Beers, Beats and the Biz. Support businesses supporting us. You want to know the real deal? Here it is. You tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Biz. Right, let's get down to it. Yes, once again, back in effect, this is the Beers, Beats and the Biz podcast broadcasting live from the Shire Studios. We got Mesk on the cameras. We got Insidious on the boards. And today we are joined by a, um, I would fucking, I will happily, safely say this man is a fucking legend. He's been at this game for fucking number of decades now uh spearheaded one of the you know one of the truly influential crews in the country at a point in time with the crate cartel and uh we're finally making it happen we are joined by the legend gecko Thank, thank you, you, brother. Thanks for having us. No, nah, man, thank you for fucking, um, f- dude, you know, it took a minute to finally make this happen, man, and, you know, like it had sort of slipped from my mind and then it had come back to the floor of my mind and I'm just stoked we could finally do it, dude. This yeah. is one I've been excited for, bro. Like, I've been thank looking you. forward to going through this catalogue with you and talking about uh, everything that's going on and, you know, and you have a record ready to drop with Fluey. We do, yeah. You know, as of recording this, it's coming out tomorrow. So, yep, you correct. know, it'll be out as of everyone listening to this, obviously, but yeah, man, tell us about it, um well it's our first like collaboration for six years Mm. and i don't know fluey just asked us to produce it and we banged it out like we always do in a sort of maniacal rush for a couple of weeks yep and um yeah really happy with it actually i think it's the best one there's no like highbrow concept or you know Mm because our last couple have been like we tried to do a movie and a one about old books so yeah this is just sort yep. of bars and beats yeah yeah just chilling yeah yeah just kicking it well how did it sort of come to be like and then also the miles ago involvement and all that kind of thing like we just sent it to him and yeah. saw if he was interested he's been an absolute legend actually yeah. it's been really good dealing with lenny and that yeah 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 because yeah. we always <laughs> done it ourselves so that's just it, having someone yeah having your back and helping with it all has been yeah fantastic so what are they going to do they're just going to handle the wax and you just do the digital and all that sort of shit yeah Yeah. i don't think he's really interested in all that sort of stuff yeah yeah and you and fluey going back into the studio you know sort of uh i suppose concept free did that sort of sort of cast the shackles off was it sort of you know fluey getting back on the mic for the first time in a minute because he's been producing you know and you sort of stepping back into into that role with him yeah well it's a bit it can be a bit hard rapping over your own beats i think so um yeah I don't know. What was the question again? I don't even know that there was a question. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just a broad blanket statement yeah, that yeah. you can build off, you yeah. know? <laughs> but no, just stepping back into that because Fluey's been out there producing. He hasn't been spitting for a while. Nah. And then you sort of step back into that, you know, that almost that old role with the Craig Cartel boys again, you know, or, you know, one of your old uh, 
former. I was making jungle for about five years. No shit. I disappeared. Yeah. So I was doing that. So this, I've really gotten back into hip hop the last couple of years. Okay, sick. And it's been, um, it's been good. I learned music theory and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I got, I can do what I want now. When I've got like an idea in my head, I can actually um, make it happen without yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to work out what key I'm in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What music theory? So that built upon. That just built upon the fundamentals that you'd already learnt in production? I had no idea. All I'd ever used was an MPC, so I didn't know any notes, yeah, yeah, yeah. any – what was in key or yeah. – if you listen back to that old stuff, like the 808s aren't in tune and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. raw. Yeah. Dude, we we're listening to some of it just before. We we're listening to, um, you know, Craig Cartel Radio and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Going back through that. Dude, I forgot I was even on that, bro. Did like, you? seriously, straight up, bro. I brought it up on, like, I brought up the Discogs thing and then we played a bit of it. You know, the Kings Connected joint and all yeah. that sort of shit. Dude, yeah. man, that was crazy. Uh, so of its era, I suppose. You it know, is. like, yeah. 100%, dude. It was very, um, angry yeah 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 <laughs> very very that was still uh shouty flu at that yeah, time you yeah, know like, yeah. well, fucking you know that's what he was doing at that point you like, know? everyone was shouting everyone was, was, oh, was, sh was screaming our heads yeah. off screaming our heads off every word and then oh dude yeah and straight up idiomatic <laughs> we're just listening to some of the words used shit man it's almost like you try to fit too many words into a bar at parts and just screaming I them out shocking at that i can't listen to it because of that <laughs> dude i was listening back to it, i was just like i don't need to hear that ever again like, yeah <laughs> but i remember at the time just being stoked dude i was stoked to be involved and you know that was a great record man that joint that it kicked off with that mourns joint yeah yeah I remember, man there was some dope joints on that record. dj premier impersonation it kind of was eh? a kind yeah. of real primo-esque yeah 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 what were your you know what were your sort of early influences in terms of when you were going into production and shit um my early influences would have been like wu-tang and dr dre mm -hmm. and that um yep. when they dropped but probably production probably like madlib yeah no shit just rapping yep. about jazz records and being a bit of a kind of nerd really yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. being yep. a nerd i was yep. like oh yeah i can do yeah i can do this digging and yeah 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 for real yeah. for real was it like an extension just an extension of sort of what nerdy creativity in a way like you know i always call it an extension of personal creativity but it was something you could harness and i was just always obsessed with music so yeah, yeah. i don't know and then yeah just looping records i could do it because mm. i've never had a piano lesson or whatever yep. you know like my parents just wanted me to Mm. do maths yeah 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 yeah. so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah when as soon as i found out you could just loop stuff on samplers i was like oh, i can probably do that yeah dude know? yeah 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 the crate cartel like the crew was that your did you sort of initiate that idea because your first release how your first my release? brother actually came up with that in like two yeah my first release was called the crate the cartel. cartel yeah my first release i did in like 2000 and i just burnt cds yeah and like yeah i think i spray painted a, a logo on them or something yeah, yeah it's called the success club the success club <laughs> no shit <laughs> i found some motivational tapes so i yeah, put all yeah. that on there it was like sarcastic yeah yeah, yeah fuck yeah. yeah what was it like so just cut and paste shit did you was did, you know you producing and stuff or you rapping i was producing and rapping yeah, yeah. but yeah. i was rapping like really quietly it yeah. was really bad rapping yeah, yeah shocking yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was still pretty early so i'd heard like a couple of formula tapes i hadn't really heard australians rap i was gonna much. say 2000 bro that's fucking early man yeah super early yeah 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 and you what what did you hear um where you well, went I okay i can of, do it i had a couple of formula i don't know i was just doing it i used to lie mm. down on the floor mm. and i had a dictaphone yeah and i would like play the beats on my sound system and yeah. record onto the dictaphone yeah <laughs> So I don't know, I was just doing it. I was yeah, just fucking yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. But I had like um, 
some formula tapes that had like Len, Trem, they were all ciphering. The formula that. tape, of course. Yeah. 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 No, but I'd actually take them off the radio. Oh, for real? Oh, words. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. You didn't have as much music back then. That's it, dude. Eh? It wasn't. Yeah, I had like six tapes in a box, a yep. few CDs, yep. and you just sort of rinsed it. Yeah, yeah. And then you dubbed the radio shit, like you said. Yeah, you, know, you got you had accessibility to that at very least. Well, I couldn't get like JB Hi-Fi hadn't really started stocking that much no, then, no. so late nineties. So if JB was even around. I don't think JB didn't even come around until the two thousands. Really. Yeah. So I'd go to Obese every <laughs> now and then, but that yeah. was about it. Yeah, so yeah. that was where I'd hear new stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I think pre-JB, like we had the HMVs and the Sanities even, you know, yeah. they shut down and JB kind of took over, you know, like almost fucking monopolized on that whole thing. I remember when they started stocking more CDs, they had Thurston Howell in there at one point yeah. in the yeah. know, late 90s or early 2000s. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. this is mad because he burnt his own CDs. That's right. And somehow yeah. had so them I in... still live with my mum's shit and all that sort yeah. of stuff, eh? Yeah, yeah. 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 Skewy with... now. Yeah. yeah, fuck so yeah. So he was burning them. In like wherever he's from, Brownsville or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Marcus Garvey. They ended up in like suburban freaking Melbourne. You How's know? that? Pretty eh? crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. How the fucking how that shit fucking spreads? That's crazy, man. Where were you? Where did you grow up in Melbourne? I sort of grew up in like um England and Malaysia. I was born oh, in right. Malaysia. We travelled around a bit, but yeah. my family and eventually settled in Sandringham. Okay, which is kind of an uppity sort of. Yeah. Area, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were actually talking off mic. Like the last time I see, you, I saw you. I think was down in Frankston. You know, you'd moved out then, and then you've also moved out again. You know, in recent, well, in recent times. When did you make? We moved to the to... country, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. When did you make the move to New South Wales? Um, about five or six years ago. Okay, lifestyle change. Like... Total lifestyle change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We just had enough Melbourne. Um, What's going on? Starting a family, you know, growing family. I went to the doctor, and he was like. I can't remember whether it was my kidney or liver now or something, but at the, my liver function tests weren't good. Yeah. I was getting towards being diabetic. Jesus, yeah. And he was like, um, yeah, like did some like a uh, survey, like got me to fill some stuff out and he's like giving my life expectancy in that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife was getting pretty sick of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drinking all the time. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just moved. Yeah. Started yeah. jogging. Jogging on the beach. Bro, bro. That's <laughs> a fucking, that's a lifestyle change, it bro. Was massive, man. Yeah. We yeah. actually moved to like the, um, fully the bush. Like yeah. there was no internet, no phone reception. Shit. And that was real, real good. But in the end, nature started coming into the house. Like mm. had a full mouse plague. They were running over the baby while it was sleeping. Oh, and, fuck off. Jesus. You know that one they had in Victoria recently? Wow, and they're just dude. like, it was like that. You know, bro. Like, so, fucking hell. So we sort of settled in a town yeah, yeah and we got like the best of both worlds yeah yeah fuck where was that um that was in dunnoon dunnoon in, in the hills like okay. sort of nimbin near lismore oh right yeah, yeah yeah so you're still in that relative yeah yeah relative area yeah how's employment and all that sort of shit there and then beyond that the flooding and stuff like that's got to have fucked a lot of stuff. i've had so many floods since Bro, we moved here yeah, I, yeah. I reckon i've had five, the studio's gone under like four or five times jesus christ are they trying to shift that town now we haven't, where we are, we don't get like a raging flood water. It's okay. more this, we're in a swamp. So yeah. it's like, a, so we're not a priority for them, yeah, but right. they're raising everything. I think they'll probably raise our house for us. Yeah. It's been pretty good. I didn't like, when it actually happened, yeah. there was no, you couldn't get onto the SES. You couldn't do anything. They were like, grab a, um, on the last one, the really big one, my wife was like, 
finally got through to the cops because there was no reception mm. or triples, triple zero or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were like, get your door, unscrew a door and climb on your roof oh, and like use the door me. for a flotation device. Jesus. But um, yeah, Don Perrottet did give like a few hundred million dollars mm. to the region to yeah. like raise houses, buy back people's houses and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I read a... Um, I heard a report recently. There's, I think, eight hundred and fifty million. It's close to a, it's close to a billion dollars being pumped down into Lismore, but it's to move the town. So they're buying up yeah. the low lying properties and shifting them. Yeah. But I think it's being met with a lot of resistance. Obviously, you know. Nah, I think people are pretty keen. It's pretty hectic there. Yeah. yeah. And they and they oh, they're just showing like fucking placards and shit like that. You know. Yeah. Because I, look- I don't know. I mean, there's got to be a mean price, doesn't You know, and they 850 pay- million for that, those kind of properties. I mean, that's they're probably- paying out. That was the peak of the property market yeah, yeah, yeah. before, and they're paying out the prices before the flood. Yeah. So they're, they're doing all right. They've done all yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Did I would have thought it? we'd just be on. Yeah, we bought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's all right. Eh? That's yeah. fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. How are properties like in terms of value and all that sort of thing down in those oh, areas? Got Post decim- the floods. It got decimated. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. But um, yeah. it was going up kind of obscene where we are. So yeah, for real. I don't really, yeah. I don't want to live in it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it doesn't really make any difference to me. Yeah. Because I suppose I suppose the flip side of those areas is the, the you know, that celebrity dollar that was going into some of those, yeah. you know, northern New South Wales regional sort of places you know they had this celebrity fucking thing i think byron, byron and some of those yeah of course, I'm, I'm pretty near byron but i just yeah. don't go there yeah, yeah dude I never yeah. go there i yeah, just yeah. live where i live yeah. you know i suppose a nice place to visit but you know it's kind of like the city you'll be 30 minutes away from somewhere you don't like you'll just never go there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right dude let's fucking get into some of this music shit man like yeah. fucking check the geck <laughs> Let's talk check the geck Nique, bro. Yeah, it's you a know? bit hazy. It's a long time ago. <laughs> what a unique, unique fucking song title. Mm. <laughs> but the Great Cartel shit, bro, that, you know, like you sort of spearheading that. You bring the crew in early. You got Raven on that record, Fluey, fucking who else? Oh, I don't even know. A I couple mean, of talking... guys from Geelong, Luke okay. Mack, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I had Fatty. Fatty few on there, Fatty's possibly. On there. Yeah, yeah. Can't. Did you work with those dudes, like uh, Field Trip and all those kind of guys? Uh, or um, I was sort of on, they kind of had maybe like, I wouldn't say their heyday because they're still doing stuff, but yeah. Hungry Humans was Hungry really, humans. Yeah. I think they met at that thing. I'm sure you've had people on here speaking about it, but mm. Soul run something called Street Science, I, I think it was, know. in Dandenong. I think they all met through there. I don't know. I haven't heard much Hungry Humans history, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it was just a short, the real Hungry Humans was a pretty short period where yeah. they all hung out in 8-6's shed yeah, and yeah. made tunes. Yeah, yeah. So we met, I met all those guys that have made Michael Vaudry sideshow. He makes beats and that. And um, yeah, we were sort of the back end. Like yep. they all got into Craig Cartel. They put us in Hungry Humans, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know whether the original members were really feeling that yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. How does it split off? How does it kind of... You know, were you hungry? Were you part of that Hungry Humans collective? I was the sort of the first one of mm. all the Craig Cartel people to get in there. I yep. was mates with um a dude called Sesh and Eight Six. Okay, yeah, yeah, we used to hang out heaps. Yeah, so yeah, we did something called Raw Four in probably two thousand and six or eight or something, and that was a Hungry Humans thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was all of us started Craig Cartel really. Yeah. Raven was like, put the logo on, you know, yeah, like yeah. Um, yeah. I think before that it was a group with me and one other dude doc yeah. savage that okay. we had i remember that name yeah 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 so yeah so, I, I wouldn't say even though my brother came up with the name like 
25 years ago mm, mm. we didn't re- it was started by all of us mm, really mm. yeah yeah for sure for sure because i mean you, you guys became a highly influential crew and we'll go through some of some of those releases but like post that you know post that sort of that thing you were doing in 2000 where does your production first land in terms of beats I wasn't, and all that i was i've never really been down with the hip-hop scene mm, that much mm. so I don't know. I was just fucking around, really. Yeah, like, yeah. I had stuff with, like, one of my mates was in a band, so he was singing yeah. on some of my beats. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was probably about 24, 25 when I met all that dude, all yeah. those guys at Vaudry's house. Okay, sick. And we used to just party, play yeah. beats. Like, you'd yeah. make your beats all week. I'd go over there on Friday. Yeah. Everyone would have their beats that they'd made that week. We'd yeah. play them to each other. So it was the first time I was really vibing with other yeah. heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you just on the MPC at that stage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, who fucking who? What MC notices your production first beyond you? I think the first thing I did, the first thing I produced for someone was Raven. Yep, we did a little CD. We are animals. Yeah, yeah, probably like two thousand and eight. I think. Yeah, did um, Raven come out of the Hungry Humans? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I thought so. Yeah, he was in that. Originally. Yeah, yeah. Fucking sick MC too. Yeah, he's a weapon. Yeah, dude. Did you produce his? Um, what was that fucking? Humble Beginnings? Yeah. No, nah, he produced it. Did he produce that, did yeah. he? No shit. And what was the one after that with the cartoony cover? Yeah, the portraying. Ravenous 2. Ravenous. Ravenous 2000. Yeah, it yeah. Came out in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah, we're a bit late. What's up, I'm Mesk. Here to let you know that if you're doing a run of merch and you're not going to ill merch, you're basically just f***ing around. All done locally on high quality blanks with the quickest turnaround in the game. From idea to right here in a couple of days. Illegal Merchandise is Oz Hip Hop's number one supplier. So hit us up today on Instagram at Illegal Merch or go f*** yourself. Like Dr. Dre. Yeah. Dr. Dre 2001 came in in 99. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Straight up. All right. Well, fucking dude, let's go through some of these fucking records. I mean, the Craig Cartel record itself, you know, the the crew kind of kicks off there. I was actually going to say before, you know, you guys definitely <clears throat> through the sort of mid-2000s became one of the country's definitely preeminent crews, bro. Like an yeah, influential mind, crew, you know. You know, how did that... um. I suppose the influence of the crew, do you ever sort of think back on it and just go, man, like, you know, there was a moment there. And then beyond that, dude, like the goat mob stuff. And, you know, there was a lot of things going on in and around that core collective of the Craig Cartel. Yeah. You were at the helm of a lot of it. You know, you're doing a lot of mixing, a lot of mastering, producing. For the CD era, I was really running that label. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then when that ended and it got to the records, I sort of handed it over to Discourse. Yeah, that's right. But, um... Let's talk about that. I don't know. I never really enjoyed any of the success we had because yeah. I'm pretty, I'm not really actually outgoing. Mm, so mm. I had to get so spanned to mm. do a gig or <laughs> even like pop, do a interview, radio interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd just get absolutely spanned and just be a dick really. Yeah. So the whole time I was just struggling. I, I, I'm not really built to be a performer or yeah. a rapper. Yeah, yeah. I should have just stayed in the studio no really. No shit. Yeah, 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 but you didn't, you didn't sort of get any like you know the enjoyment through that period, you know any of the spoils I suppose that came along with it. The CD era, era, <clears throat> you could um make money, mm. like yeah, we had like through obese distribution, pegs yep. really had gave people a pretty good cut. Yeah, absolutely, and you could just sell your one thousand, two thousand CDs mm. and get like a decent payday. Yeah, you know? yeah, so that was good. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and um, like. I have my friends from before that, but 
all the Craig Cartel guys are my best friends. That's so it. that's obviously yeah was a big yeah bonus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It wasn't like. It wasn't like we had heaps of groupies. And, no, no, you know. no, no, no. But the role the crew played, no, less that kind of angle, obviously. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was the same for everyone. But, you know, like that, the the role that crew played in terms of shaping things and on an individual level with you at the helm of it, you know, like so, <clears throat> you know, dude, I mean, you know, Morns took off, Fluey finds his voice, Discourse comes out solo, fucking you've got Goat Mob, you've got, you know, Raven, you've got your shit, you know, you do that, Um, you know, we just mentioned it before, what was it, the Craig Cartel Radio? Yeah, yeah. All that sort of shit, man. There's so much dope shit coming out of there. Yeah. You know, like when I remember when Mourns' first was the Craig Cartel, was that was that kind of formed post Mourns' first record, or was it still was it a thing? That Craig Cartel radio was when Mourns got on it. So That's his album right. Zero was his first Craig Cartel. Yeah, okay. Release. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's yeah. the one who really keeps it alive now and yeah. reps it all the time. It's in every verse he does. And yeah. 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 Well, where's the crew at? Where what are we doing? Yeah, like I use I I use I use in touch collectively. Totally. Yeah, for I real. I speak to Henry Sick. and um I speak to Discourse and Fluent every day yeah, pretty yeah. much. So yeah. 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 I'm mixing Mourns' album at the moment. Fuck what? Just did one with Fluey. I mixed one for Discourse that yeah. we coming out. I won't give any details of it because he hasn't announced it. But yeah. Yeah. So you're still working closely with the, all those boys. Yeah. That's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. That's sick, dude. And what else are you working? Because you were, uh, you know, we were in Sydney a month or two ago and OT was telling us you were mixing his stuff. And I was yeah. just like, that's a great fit, man. Yeah. That's it's been dope. awesome getting down with those guys, the yep. younger. Yeah. You need to, as an engineer, like, yeah, yeah. you need yeah. to work with younger people. And it keeps me motivated too. Like even, um, <clears throat> even Discourse and Fluent and Morns are younger than me mm. by like, five, six years or something. Well, that, yeah, I don't know. I think Discourse is a few years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just being imma- immature and that, yeah. you know, staying yeah. around younger people that were hungry. Yeah. Um, In that early Crate Cartel era, that wouldn't have gone anywhere without Fluey, really. He yeah, was, straight I was happy just doing my beats, showing them to my mates. He was driven. Yep, yep, yep. What was your first collaborative project with him? Um, Did you work on the furnace and all that sort of shit? Yeah, I did most of the beats on you that. You did those beats, hey? Yeah. yeah. Straight up. We would hang out every day. We had They had this, like, they had this um, asbestos house, <laughs> and we called it the Leisure Suite, yeah. and we just, like, hung out all day doing, yeah. we were, like, real, real onto it. Real that wasn't obsessed. that place in Jordanville, was it? Yeah, wasn't it was. Yeah. yeah, dude, I went and stayed there. Yeah, yeah it had, like, <laughs> mold pigeons in the roof yeah, 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 and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I slept on a busted-ass carpet there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a blanket over me. Yeah. Oh, you got a blanket. You did well. Yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> <laughs> we use uh, we use making the music out of that joint. Um, no, I, I was just around the corner in Murrumbina, oh, so right. I, that was where the studio was. Yeah, yeah. and um, we'd go over there, do the clips, yeah. and practice for our shows, and yeah, yeah, just party really. There was a crazy energy through that era, man. You know, and those shows, dude. Yeah, you know, these guys did a lot of fucking shows. It's just yeah, Auss- Aussie hip hop was having its moment then. It so there was like yeah, yeah. you could do this, like I, when we did this album. Um, Word Word Merchant, yeah, that's right. Really dark, yeah, um, fluent album. Yeah, it's all about like I don't know. There was some sort of that was his second one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was real dark. Yeah. So and we made this song called Jezebel or Judas or something, and it's just like he's just yelling about betrayal and ju. And we actually thought that would get on Triple J <laughs> as, like, as no a shit. single. So it was an yeah. exciting time. Like yeah, there was a yeah, bit yeah. of a carrot dangled there yeah, where we yeah. thought we could 
yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. go somewhere with it. Oh, so. dude, well, there's a, I mean, a few of your, a few of your crew definitely like almost appeared to be having that look, you know, I mean, Morns seem to be in definitely. there. Morns definitely, yeah. you know, is the obvious one, but I mean, even, yeah, like Fluey, uh, I mean, dude, the goat mob shit, you know, like, yeah. dude, was that sort of taken, you know, tell, tell us, tell me about that. Cause I don't know much about eight, six, you know, like that, that collaborative effort. Cause I thought that was an exciting fucking record, man. When you just came along with that. Yeah. That was just vibing really we yeah, just yeah. sort of would what years are we talking here i don't even know what that'd be 2012 2012 yeah or maybe 11 or that sort of it is early. too yeah 2011 bro yeah wow wow that had some joints too eh? yeah i was still right eight killed it i was still putting too many words in every bar <laughs> yeah. so i can't yeah, really yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. it it's like yeah. why didn't you just take some words out there <laughs> i think it was part of its charm too though dude like that sort of thing yeah you know, and then eight six. What was eight six from? He's from Frankston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's been him and um his mate thoughts, and all those hung, they were like, I think I think they even went on um, it was DJ Chrissy stepped step into step the AM and stuff. Yeah, so okay. before the formula. Yeah. So they go they go back. You know, yeah. they've been doing it for ages. Yeah. Right. Anything more? Fucking. I mean, fuck. Let's have let's go through his goat mob record. That was, I had, I had a proper studio then, like a recording studio. I had yeah. people coming through. CC Kimura, that's right. I remember listening to that fucking joint. That shit was crazy. I'm just going back to this now. This is reminding me, man. I'm like, wow. Photography by Hida. Yeah, this is that era. Hey, like, you know, getting those videos done and all that sort of shit. What's the video off this? Actually, fuck, that's right. The video off this where you're usually driving around in those cars and shit. That was off an obese compilation. Oh, was that an obese comp? Yeah. That was yeah. off this? Yeah. No H shit. Hida put that together. That ah, clip. fuck. That's that was right. crazy. Actually, when we did that, the car was supposed to um, drive off a ramp and yeah. into, into a dam. Yeah. And we did the stunt and the dude, like, nailed it. And I don't think he'd around the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so we no, kind shit. of missed our like grand finale for that. Yeah, yeah, clip. yeah. But yeah, that was mad. <laughs> Did you use two of this or was this just straight studio type shit? Nah, we were both both studio rats. Yeah. Is that Heaters? Is, it, is the cover filmed in Heaters? Yeah, it's in Heaters. Um, Heaters. His old video room or whatever. Like yeah, that old studio we had. I think that flooded. Yeah, 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 it did actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm man. obsessed with floods now. Shouts to heater. Shouts to heater. Yeah. Coffee. Lots of us love it. Me, myself, been trying to stop drinking it. How much do I spend a week? Probably 20 to 30 bucks a day. I drink a lot of coffee, all right? Now, if you're like me and you're wanting to try and stop drinking coffee, or you don't even want to stop drinking coffee, but you want a bit more money to spend on winning one of these. So, like I said, S14 or coffee? What would you rather? S14? Coffee. S14? Coffee. S14. JDM giveaways. Riders on the storm Riders on the storm What, um, actually me and Gus were talking in the car right on the way down about flu season, dude, you know, and that kind of being a real defining moment for Craig Cartel and, you know, Fluey in particular starts sort of finding that sort of new energy and yeah. that different voice there. Your role in that you know i know it's produced by other people as well but fucking like what were you thinking going into that as fluey sort of starts to switch up his sound and you know are you helping are you aiding in that because he's going to do that Peng penguin book thing we'll talk all this shit but it was all him yeah, yeah. oh of course it's him like, yeah you know but, but I, I took influence off it and stopped putting too many words in my yeah. bars yeah 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 yeah. that's I, kind of what i'm saying like you know how do you sort of you know like when you're producing you know you're going from like this dude is you know 
the release prior, man, he's fucking screaming. He's yeah. wailing on joints, you yeah. know, and everyone was. Yeah. Everyone was doing the same thing. But he really steps back, you know, and like, so you would say you took more influence from that than, you know. I used to rap slower and mm. then I took influence from his multi-bar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I wouldn't say I'm biting him, yeah. but we were just doing a lot of music of course, together. Bro. So, of course. Um, and Raven had that multi you Raven know. has it hard, eh? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I sort of too. tried to get involved with that a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, after we did Flu Season, I featured on that. Yeah. I couldn't yell on that track because yeah. it just wasn't that vibe. But, yeah, that was that um, change in style was really fluey and must. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, true, 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 yeah. true. Yeah, definitely the influence I mixed it all and I think I even produced half of it. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The new direction he was going on was yeah. really sort of, yeah, and around the same time he did that four aces, so he was fucking That's with paying, right. exactly. paying a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listening to like, I was still listening to like, you know, MOP and trying yeah, to be like MOP. Yeah. He was yeah. like um, yeah. listening to Haslow and yeah, Rock Marcy and Car and all that yeah, sort of Car. Shit, he loved Got Car. Car man. Yeah, that I remember. A big influence. We were having fucking mad conversations about Car <laughs> one day. Me and Fluey, like straight up, straight up. How do you go? Okay, so you're producing Word Furnace. You're producing. Was it Word Furnace? Word Merchant. Word Merchant. And then the Furnace and all that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah. You're making those records. They're massive fucking sounding records. He's starting to sort of tone that sound down. Do you do you approach the music mixing and you know, from that angle, mastering. What did you do on that mastering? Mixing? Mixing and mastering. Mixing, yeah. yeah. I mixed every Craig Cartel release. No shit. Until yeah. not some, not all of, I only did one of Mornses, but okay. other than that, I did everything. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, nah, same sort of thing. Just mm. trying to get the bass in the right place. And yeah. Actually, no, Must mixed all his beats for that. So I just did the vocal mix. Okay. And, and my own beats. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not taking a sort of like, because there's just such a, there's a far more, it's almost like a reserved feel to that record in a way versus yeah. the old shit. Yeah. You know, like I would imagine, I'd imagine there's an approach in the, uh, you know, the application of the sound also, you know, like just that in terms of, I don't know, just fucking talk circles. Yeah. You no, know nah, it's like, <laughs> no, nah, it's the same thing with the mixing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to sit the kick and the bass at the right level. Yeah. And I don't know, now I'm starting, now I've de diversifying my mixing. Yeah, like I'm yeah. working with Dill Thomas at the moment. Oh, word. And yeah. we're doing, um, Sorry, I'm going off the track. No, fuck it. Yeah, fuck, for the go. first time, like, yeah. I'm really, it's like almost like some cloud rap vocals and stuff. So oh, yeah. I'd love to do different mixing. I'd oh, love I to do. do like jazz and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, as far as it, it was still like 808, sub bass. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing, yeah. really. And yeah. Goat Mob was slower, like 86. Yeah. Got me doing some slower sort of stuff. He yeah. loves like 36 Mafia and all that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah, word, 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 word. Yeah. So, yeah. so you've got a fucking, you've got a really progressive approach, I would say, to sound. You know, like there's, you know, everything's fucking, uh, I don't know, everything's unique in its own way. You say, you know, you approach it much the same, and I imagine you do. There's obviously a formula and there's, yeah. you know, there's how you approach things, but uh, there's a vast, a vast array of sounds over the course of your music. And you were saying even before, Jungle. You know, jungle over the past few years. I was even making housey garage at no one point. No shit. What led to that? <laughs> what led to that? Um, what did you hear? Like, what made you fucking go? Oh shit! I think I was just doing heaps of rack and um, <laughs> the just making angry hip hop just wasn't a vibe for it. Yeah, yeah I yeah, just wanted yeah. to make something a bit more. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was doing heaps of rack. <laughs> just a bit that more. They would probably do it too. You know, just a bit more. <laughs> Just a bit more party and yeah. maybe having a bit of a midlife crisis because I used to go to raves as a teenager when okay. I was 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I decided I wanted to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I, I just, 
like I respect people that do that know what they like and they do that their whole life and yeah. really master it. But yeah. um, you only live once, yeah, and I yeah, live yeah. for music, really. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to do the same thing. Like once I've done something, yeah, I want to explore something else and Sick. do something yeah. different. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah. guess that keeps. Yeah, I'm always emulating or getting influenced by other shit. For sure, for sure. How does it um like how does the approach to you know the average or well, not the average hip hop be? Because I think you make beyond average hip hop music, man. You know, we can go back to the you know the mid two thousands oh eight oh nine. You know, of course, there's a formulaic sort of sound through a lot of it, but there is through a lot of the music that was created through that period. Where you went following that with the white label stuff and whatever, you know, like goes elsewhere altogether. You yeah, know, like into some other you know forays into various fields i mean it's still hip-hop rooted and whatever but in terms of you know the approach to a hip-hop beat and then the approach to like some fucking drum and bass shit or jungle or you know whatever you're doing you're saying even house yeah how do you go about that you know um like turn, what's the approach to that beat turn the tempo up on your mpc that's it that's with it. the jungle it really is yeah yeah like, i don't know though i'm not making like purest jungle yeah it's kind of yeah. like yeah bastardized half you know yeah. hip-hop sort of but um yeah, I just wanted to turn the tempo up. Do you sample drums? Do you fucking do things yeah, like that yeah, still? still yeah. sample the drum. Now, yeah. I've, because of these floods, I've modernised because I can't have, like, the studio we're sitting in. I can't really... Mm. I've built something now that's a bit better, but I don't want to put my records in it or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a laptop. I'm yeah. working on a laptop at the moment. So wow. That's been a big change. Yeah, but yeah. all that um, CC White stuff, that was all just still on the MPC, sampling records. Yeah. Yeah. Same like hip hop purist production techniques. Yes, but yeah, just, yeah. yeah, changing the tempo. What about the Reverend Glock stuff? That's like the jungles. That's the jungle stuff. That's the jungle so, shit. Yeah, I yeah. just turned up the tempo to yeah. 160 BPM. Yeah. Sped all the brakes up. Yeah. And yeah, you just that's fucking crazy. Something different. Yeah, you yeah. Know? that's crazy. Well, influence that you know beyond you know beyond the beyond the fucking the coke and all that sort of shit. But like <laughs> just the musically, obviously musically, you stepped out and you just went okay. Boom. I actually remember what it was. It was everyone was listening to grime. I was listening to a bit of grime, mm. and there was mm. this one um, D double song who I'm a big fan of, and he just had a jungle like a jungle breakdown in the beat. Mm. I don't know. I just thought. I'll, yeah, yeah. Give it a go. Mind doing something like that, and yeah, just, yeah. Got just got carried away with it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was really into pirate radio. I tried to do Sick. a pirate radio station. And Sick. Yeah, yeah. It's like broadcasting off my roof in Frankston. And... <laughs> for real. Yeah. <laughs> How long did you do that for? Um, it didn't go very well. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, can you put it on the internet?" You yeah, know, like yeah. no one had a radio. Yeah. It was. I was too late. But um, that. Wiz FM, have you had him? Yeah, of course. Him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we had him on the podcast. He yeah, really did it. Yeah. It's like, I yeah, was yeah. fucking impressed with him. Yeah, like, dude. With him doing that. That was yeah. incredible. How do you go about that? Like, you just go get an antenna and... I just tied like, I just tied like six brooms together and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and got the antenna no from shit. China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just stuck it on my roof. So yeah. I got from like Frankston... I probably covered like 20Ks or something. No shit, yeah? Yeah. Fucking but hell. the traditional way to do it is to climb onto the top of a tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal power. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do all, I, I didn't really... What I was lacking was a mate with the interest in it. Yeah. I was all doing it by myself. I was trying to get people into it. Fuck. But they weren't, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down with hip-hop heads. They're not into <laughs> pirate radio from the 90s yeah, in London, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lacking like my partner to climb up the roofs with and yeah 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 in offsider and that kind of shit yeah. and just to see to facilitate the fucking the show what were you doing show wise like what were you doing 
You just playing music. It was re- yeah. I was just playing. I was like, just playing music, like yeah. playing DJ sets to myself. Yeah. Sometimes I'd just put on like. I remember once I put on the Baldy James album, that yeah. first one, yeah. and just drove around broadcasting. <laughs> seeing how no far shit. it would go yeah, and fucking yeah, around yeah, and yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you drive out and you could hear? You could yeah, hear yeah, yeah. I got it pretty far. No yeah. shit. Fucking hell, that's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking good. I was just probably 20 years too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just. Yeah. <laughs> but even still, like, have you ever thought about doing that kind of thing? Like online, it's just, you know, there's a, there's just a fucking open slather of, you know. Back on the hip hop now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. just making beats all yeah. day and mixing. Yeah. I've got a few albums in the works. And yeah. Yeah. I'm all in on things and yeah. then it like has its day and I'm back onto something else. But hip hop's my true I'll always come back to that, I reckon. How has the um the um you know, like the the education you've now gotten in music, like you know, you you, you were saying before, what is it? You've fucking done a degree or something like that? No, what? I haven't done a degree. Oh, I did do years ago I started a um audio engineering thing. Okay, yeah. But yeah. as soon as I'd got like the basics, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah. cost like on on hex it was like 20 grand a year or something it's like this is not worth it you know yeah um but i learned how to bust stuff and you know the basics yeah um what was the question oh no with um what what, what oh yeah so when i was doing all the jungle i don't know it just pushed me to i got sound modules i got Mm. like old like yamaha motives and old roland and some rack samplers and that yeah yeah and um yeah so then i so then i had things in tune on a keyboard for the first time so i could find out the root note of c i started tuning my samples to to like the root note of c so then i could play them on the keyboard basically getting a keyboard yeah yeah, yeah. i started to learn music theory so yeah yeah. and heaps of new mixing techniques and stuff because you know jungles like they're, they're cutting up. edge on like the mixing techniques and that. Is that so, right? Yeah. 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 They've really pushed things forward over the years. No so. shit. Okay. They were doing like, yeah, they were doing crazy shit. Yeah. 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 I haven't listened to much fucking jungle, but like I started getting into a bit of drum and bass. I discovered Goldie, dude. I was watching this old doco on uh, British graffiti and Goldie was in it, like from the fucking eighties. And then they show him where I'm still seeing all this kind of shit. And I was like, yeah, I got to suss this cunt out. Cause like, you know, I was aware of Goldie, but didn't know much about it. Yeah. And then heard fucking inner city life and all that kind of shit and started doing deep dives in Ronnie's size. And that's jungle. Yeah, dude. And I've only done that in the last fucking year or so. Yeah. Yeah. Like even my missus would come home some days and she goes, what are you listening to? (laughs) She's like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, man, I'm just putting it on. It's just a different energy. You know, like, and I wouldn't even need to be on drugs to fucking enjoy it, man. I could crack a beer and just fucking kick back and you know do the shit around the house and hear fucking yeah, represent by Ronnie relaxing, shit. even though the bad, drums man. are so are so bad. fast yeah. yeah i found deep house sounds like a fucking you know kind of sounds like every trendy bar around these days you know like that deep house sound or coffee coffee fucking type yeah know, joint i wouldn't say i ever mate like my garage it's like a it's still a break beat yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. it it's yes. not a, it's not a straight it's yeah. not a doof doof yeah. you know yeah and um I would have like prodigy on the hooks and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's dude, you go back, you go like into even some of that big beat stuff and shit like that. Yeah. You know, the fucking Norman Cook stuff and all that. Like they're all hip hop heads. Do they're hip hop fucking heads. Yeah. They're sampling Lord Finesse. So fucking prodigy are sampling cool Keith and ultra magnetic, you know, like you can go through the fucking list. I yeah. mean, Lord Finesse sued fucking, um, what's his name? Fat boy slim, Fat boy slim over yeah. that funk soul brother yeah. shit. You know, like, fuck, Lord man. Finesse has done well with his suing. Dude, hasn't he, bro? <laughs> Mac Miller? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And even just- Lord Finesse is litigious, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. 
straight up. Oh, yeah, there was no question there, was there? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, sort of moving through things, bro. You know, like fucking, you know, you and Flew back out here again doing, you know, doing this thing. Let's go into that, um, what was it, the Penguin Books joints? Penguin Classics, yeah. Yeah, classics. What, was the, what was the thinking behind that? Because that was another another sort of unique venture in the, you know, in the sort of canon of Crate Cartel records and whatever. All those, all those, um, those sort of concept records we did, mm. They weren't meant to really be, we're just fucking around. Yeah. And yeah. Henry would, Discourse would hear them yeah. and put them out. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, if you want to. Well, because they're worth know. hearing, dude. Like, you know. Yeah. We were getting pretty jaded, mm. but he still mm. had the enthusiasm and yeah, the yeah. faith in us and that. Yeah. But um, is that when is that when you sort of step back? Like, you know, step back that, from Craig that, Cartel in terms the, of running the show? Oh, that was like about. After Goat Mob. Okay. Yeah. So I did the CD era. Yeah. And when the records, that like Oz Hip Hop rec wax boom was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was all Henry. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What led to that? Just once again, being Jade. He's just a, he's just a doer. Henry gets it done. Yeah. He's yeah. just a doer yeah. and he just wanted to do it. Yeah. Loved yeah. records and that. And yeah. He would, he was into Oz Hip Hop. He would, I, I think I remember going to buy paint at Obese and he was in there in his school uniform, mm, like. Mm. 12, 13, just he'd hang out in there all day. So okay. yeah, yeah. he's into it. He's got all the old Prowler records and yeah. or he did have them. I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he pushed the wax. Yeah. And I suppose he was that much younger than you, you know, that enthusiasm being there still potentially. I wanted to do it, mm. but all the it like- takes a commitment. All the older heads were like, don't do it. They sit around. I think Bigfoot, Checkmate, and that just said, "Oh, you know, I was." But don't organ- do what, don't do wax or don't do yeah because there yeah. was a there was there was a lull there was a lull there was a lull and they yeah. were like no one buys them <laughs> yeah. you know um, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's hard to believe now you know being that most of those records during that lull yeah. now sell for fucking you know two hundred fifty bucks you know you know you they'll fetch a penny anyway yeah yeah you it know? was Trem's Trem's record just set off like because that I think like. The day after he, the day after it was, people were selling it for 150 bucks and for stuff. For the time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for that yeah. record. So, um, I do remember people that got- just started like, yeah. so we would sell out of everything in like 15 minutes or whatever. Mm, and yeah. everyone thought they were going to get rich off these records. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was what was really driving it. Yeah. Because when you see them sold now, they're all in their plastic still. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're sorts of collectors, man. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're just sitting on shelves for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Hey, that's a good fucking, that's a good point, man. I didn't even think around that time. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, pre-Trem, hey. So Because yeah, think- even even with that fucking, that whole triple threat thing, because he put out the cassette and all that kind of thing. Next thing you know, they're selling bundles for 450 bucks on fucking eBay. You know, the CD, cassette. Yeah, vinyl yeah, and all yeah. that sort of shit. Yep. And then you guys did the same. I would like to think... I maybe did the first mega bundle. Yeah. He did them because um, a lot of people were doing them and they do them each individually. You yes, had yeah, to pick yeah. up each one. That's true. Yep. For, um, I think I did an album called Real Heads Don't Listen. And for that, I did like an EP, a record. I don't know. It was a whole bunch of shit. Mm. A tape, mm. t-shirt. Mm. And we just sold it all at once. Mm. For, I think it was 80 bucks actually. Fuck, it's yeah. pretty crazy now because you got to pay fifty bucks for a record. Yeah, but, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And that sort of took off. People started doing that. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. Is your is your sort of passion still impressing vinyl? Are you still passionate about wax and all that kind of thing? Um, or were you ever? 
I can't. Yeah, I was really into it. At I, a point. For all that CC White stuff, I did it all myself. Yep. and did like dub yep. plates and that. But yep. um, I can't do it now. I got like these flood issues. So oh, fuck. I don't have anywhere to warehouse them or oh. you pack them or, you know. That's got to impact workflow, doesn't it, in terms of how you get shit done? It's a factor, but it's freeing because yeah. you realize that you can lose all your shit. And it doesn't matter. Anytime and life goes on. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude. That's got to be something, eh? Yeah. Fucking A. Fucking A. What's the, um, what is, actually, okay, what's next on the fucking thing, eh? Real Heads Don't Listen. Tell us a bit about that. What was Real Heads Don't Listen? I didn't, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> oh, no. Real Head. Um, I haven't heard it. That was supposed to be my, Squid like. Squid Fingers. Squid, yeah, my, my mate Squid. Shout out to Squid. Dude, I apologize. I've never heard. I haven't even been through this shit. His, I remember the cover, actually. Yeah, he was, he did stuff on all... He played the saxophone on Detonate on my on that Craig Cartel album okay. and stuff. He's a good friend. Yeah, he, did, yeah. he, he was like my session muse, though. Okay, I probably so should have given him more. He probably should have got credits on those songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Um, Yeah, sorry. That's all right. No, not sorry to you. Sorry to Squid. <laughs> <laughs> What's the approach to some of this but sort of shit? Like that album was meant to be like my concept magnum, magnum opus wow. thing. Yeah. But I'd um just bought these fucking shithouse rocket monitors and I couldn't hear the bass. Yeah. So it yeah. is actually like... I listen to it now, all the bass is really out of tune on it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't my magnum opus in the end, but um, <laughs> that was the idea. It you had every be... intention of it being that. Yeah, because I was doing all those throwaway EPs and yes. everything. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, nah, I'm going to do my best. Yeah. And often I think when you try to overthink something, it ends up a bit of a wank fest, really. Yeah, it can, it can do. Yeah. It can do. Is that how you view this now? I don't, how do you, how I don't do you go back it? and listen to stuff. Nah. Really. Yeah, but, um, but um, I actually made a plaque yeah. of it and yeah. put it all up and I don't know, I ended up throwing it in the bin. Really? I, yeah. I tried to give it to my son because he's into boom bap and that and he's like, I don't want that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was meant to be my like, my, my me doing my best rap album. Yeah, the yeah. other thing I fucked up was I was making slow beats but they were like 80 BPM. Yeah. And then I'm rapping double time at 80 BPM. Yeah. Well, boom bap now is 77 yeah, BPM. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, you just don't do that. It's yeah. just a stupid idea. <laughs> i got a speech impediment, so I'm not really a clear <laughs> yeah, rapper yeah, yeah. at the best of times. I yeah. remember Musk going like, I can't understand what you're saying, man. No you shit. Know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Works on a concept level though. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. That was fucking sick, was bro. Pretty, I was pushing the boundaries. It was a bit different. But, what, was, yeah. what was Craig Cartel HQ? Was that your spot? Yeah, that was my um, studio where I built a proper studio and had people through like every day. I had like Flea's early mixtapes done there. Sick. And, yeah, yeah. 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 How do you find recording other people and then, you know, beyond that sort of mixing and mastering, approaching their music versus your own? The idea of that studio is my day rate was really affordable mm -hmm. and I wanted to work on people's albums. Yeah. So I saw myself working, you know, helping produce and mm -hmm. making it affordable so people could book it in for three weeks, yeah. make a masterpiece. What happened in reality is kids would come in and record 32 tracks or 12 tracks in a day yeah, yeah. and want it all mixed down, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. so I didn't get to do what I wanted, which was really work on people's music as if it was my own music. It yeah, was really okay. just pumping them out. Yeah. That was good. I learned skills. Yeah. I learned how to work quick and 
and stuff like Who that. Who are you working with? Would um, that be anyone of note? I had well, all the Craig Cartel guys would come there and yeah. record, obviously. Yeah. Um, Alex Jones used to come in, yeah. a guy called Siege. Um, I think I probably recorded Muscles first verse. Wow, no shit. Um, yeah. yeah, we just had heaps of people coming through. Yeah, just ran booked every day. Yeah, probably can't remember some of the guys. They didn't all. Um, they didn't all. Didn't all pop off or anything. Nah, like nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did you run that for? and Fuse to come through, and yeah, yeah, yeah. How long you running that for? That was about um, maybe two years or something. Fuck, really? Yeah. Well done. It's tiring. Yeah. Everyone, you're drinking every day and- No shit. You know, yeah. yeah. Every day's another party, I suppose, and then almost- All the lean was popping off at that point. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It was a good experience. Yeah. In yeah. the end, I went, nah. Yeah. It was one of those things that led you to make that life change, I suppose, or that move, that eventual move. I probably- that was about five years after that. Okay. That was that was that era you're talking about. So that yeah. first Morns album, that um, yep. that fluent album with Mast. Yeah. Um, yeah, all that like yeah, early early 2010s kind of yeah. era. Going back into that Penguin joints, the what, what was that called? The Penguin, Penguin Classics. The Penguin Classics, man. It's or a great classics. record. Classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Mesk, you know, mentioned it before briefly and, you know, between that and flu season and stuff like that. But um, we we're talking about it just on the car and drive down dude like you know approaching those kind of concept records you know how are you like lyrically production wise the whole fucking running the gamut there you know yeah. like how, how how do you differentiate between these projects what is it how do i differentiate if i'm working on someone else's yeah project i mean you know my... so you're working alongside flu there you know and then you know you've got real heads only i mean how do you differentiate with pro with projects man like what makes something a a beat or a verse for that project versus something on something else, you know? Because I imagine you've got to have some of these projects all work running consecutively. Yeah, I've always got heaps of stuff of going course. on. Of course. Um, I don't know, really. Like, I'm sure, like, Russ would know. You just go in the zone in front of your speakers and mm. just, mm. I don't know, I just go into a different world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really sit down and like wear a different t-shirt to mix like you know like yeah, i just like for sure i don't know sure. i just mix every all day every day i get up yeah go sit in front of the computer yeah do something so that classics record flu sent me like 20 beats i sent him 20 beats we picked each other's we picked like i picked a few of his he picked a few of mine yeah and then we just rapped about books yeah it was funny actually because i was like you know we had like a guy called Dostoevsky, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, we had the plague, Albert Camus. We had a long bit, mm. and I was like, "No one's ever going to do this, you know? Yeah, this yeah. is not hip hop. Yeah. These fucking eighteen yeah. hundreds, yeah, Russian yeah. writers, yeah." But then when COVID kicked in, everyone sampled that plague really audio book, no and shit. I was like, "Fuck, I didn't see that coming." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of, you know, I suppose left field literature involved in those classics. I mean, Clockwork Orange was one and yeah, all that kind Bukowski, of shit. Yeah, I think yeah, we yeah, had yeah. Notes from Underground. It's yeah. like, um, did you, do you have real, an interest in, I don't know, we're know? just like, I guess we'd, we related to like these old drunks. Yeah. They yeah. were really jaded. We were yeah. super jaded yeah. by that point, which is why we would <laughs> sort of turned our back on the normal, yeah. like, Oz hip hop subject matter completely and of we're course. rapping about old books and stuff yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah 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 and coming at it in masks and capes and you know just you know the, the no it was masks wasn't it we, wearing, we made fluey's wife made paper mache penguin masks that's right yeah yeah, yeah. um 
there was supposed to be like a dead penguin on the front of that cover, but we got like threatened with um, litigation oh, from, true. from Penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a good time, man. But um, And it's amazing to think that you could be so jaded in 2014. <laughs> Super jaded. You know, fuck, damn near 10 years ago and you were jaded then. Yeah. You know? we, I'm jaded now. Dude, that's it, man. Yeah, that's I'm not it. jaded now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with all that. I'm not like... It's out of tune and shit, mm. but it is what it is. But it that's was a charm. It right? was a long time ago, yeah, and yeah, yeah, we had fucking a. That's memories, you know. How These, did you How did you move beyond being jaded, or at what point did you find yourself being less jaded? I think, um, fuck, it's a good question. Was it working with someone? I think working with these younger guys. I I, I remember. I needed, I needed money for Christmas. So I was like, put some beats up and mm. I was like, fucking someone buy these, mm. Mm. make me an offer. Yeah. And Mogwai hit me up oh, and he, um, so it's, it was working with him that led to all these working with OT and yeah, okay. Bronx and Toxoid and stuff, just mixing their stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that definitely gave me like a bit of enthusiasm back again because yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. jaded. Yeah, exactly. They're younger and yeah. enthusiastic. Yeah. And some of those guys would also like had nice things to say to us. Yeah. You know? They were like, your music was real influential yeah. and yeah, I don't, I don't know, just time I and think, maybe, maybe being sober and yeah, like true. happier and healthier yeah. and not yeah. in a downward spiral basically. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Have you found a change in the mindset? Like, you know, is that oh, a different person? No shit. Yeah. Amazing, dude. Congratulations, yeah. bro. Totally different. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. But yeah, also with the, I suppose, the OT and the Toxoid, I don't think it's a, it's a far reach having you mix and master their music because not that it's made in the same vein as some of your music, it's unique. It's its its own thing. Yeah. You know, they're definitely like, man, like these dudes are coming with just such, uh, I don't know, like progressive and raw sounds, yeah. you know, that are them. Yeah. But it is, there's, there's a lineage of music that's led to that music. And yeah. I would say your music is within that lineage. Well, it probably helps that I'm mixing it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. then it sounds more like my shit. But when they I'm... said it, like we had him on the podcast and I like, I didn't even know. And he goes, oh yeah, um, Gecko mix. I was like, man, that's a fucking, that's a perfect fit to me. Like the minute he said it, you yeah. know, had he never said it, I would never have thought of it. But you know, yeah. That guy, um, at one point last year, I reckon I worked for like three months and everything was Produced by OT. Fucking word. He must just yeah. live in the studio or something. He's oh, dude, really he's, about it. He fucking made a uh, Death Wish cast video. Yeah. You know? Like, the cunt's fucking... Yeah, he edited one. a video, did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Edited their latest video or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because his visual thing, you know? Like, he's... You know, they're dope, those dudes, man. Mogwai. Yeah. Tox. You know? Like, all those guys, man. They're crazy. Yeah. And they're doing it... They don't... Like, how we were saying when we were doing our thing in those early 2010s, mm -hmm. that was like really happening a bit. You could yeah, sell yeah. the CDs, the records and everything. These guys have missed that. So yeah. they're really, yeah. it's almost like they're back to, um, you know, prior to that era where everything was popping, they're really doing it for the, for the love. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Seem to be doing well, but yeah, 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 yeah that's, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. There's a mad passion there. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, give me one of your favorite crate cartel records, like in hindsight. When you look back and just go, okay, you look at the, the catalog of music you guys put out. Have you got one? I think maybe Goat Mob, even though I Word. don't really like my rapping. I yeah. think that was really, um, yeah. 
think that was really original yeah. at that time, you know. Yeah. Everyone was really trying to polish everything up. Yeah. And we just made something that we didn't give a fuck about the mix downs, tapes and I don't know, eight eight six was sampling stuff off videos. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We really just had fun in the studio and just threw yeah. something down and Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was that was good. That was one of those. Yeah, I'm ones. proud of that one. Definitely, dude. And I think it was. I think at, at that point, it was definitely a left field Craig Cartel release. Yeah, it was kind of it was dive house yeah. sort of just presented and it was presented raw. Yeah, like, yeah. Just like fucking here it is. Yeah, you know, I always thought that was a standout one. I think I remember. I remember around, uh, even recently. I think Morns. You know, he came out. and He said like, you know, you are lyrically one of the top five in the country. Yeah, he always says that. It's, it's all. It's pretty it's, nice it's of a him. It's a matter of opinion, obviously. But I think dude, it's very you know? much a matter of of opinion, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't think so. Like yep. genuinely not being humble or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Fluid Morns. I'm a producer, mm. really. Mm. Um, mm. Because I'm like, like, because I don't always like to reach out to people. Mm. Sometimes it's easier to just rap myself. Of course, yeah. But um, yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't put myself. I I would say Fluid Raven and Morns are like yeah. the rappers of the crew, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still getting discourse to DJ and shit. Like if you require a DJ, do you go to Henry or um, does much of what you do even require a DJ? Nah, I'm not really into cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never really was. Like, it's almost a thing. It's, it's just like, man, where are the cuts? You know? Where are they? Yeah, where are the cuts? Are you going? into them or? Dude, I always fuck with cuts, 100%. Yeah, yeah at a point. Well, they always- But they've got they, a suit, obviously. <laughs> they've got to, you know, they've got to have a purpose. They used to hold up albums, like the amount of- <laughs> The amount of times like, I get delivered the album yeah. and they'd be like, oh, I don't have a hook for track seven. I'm going to get cuts. cuts. And I go, fuck, I'm not getting paid for this for like six months now, you know? <laughs> so I think that's a factor. I used to pick my own cuts a lot. Yeah. I used to go, I mean, I want That this. makes it a lot easier. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you bring yeah. the records to Yeah, them absolutely. And stuff? Yeah, with, yeah. Oh, with Lops, you know, not with DJ Decide. DJ Decide was always pretty on point. He'd fucking, he'd do it. That, that was his thing. Yeah. But yeah, with Lops, certainly, man. Like, you know, sometimes it'd be like, man, he was all over it. Other times it would be like, no, I'll bring, you know, I'll just be like, here you go. And then it would just make that, it would hasten the process, let's yeah. say. You know, if I went to him with the cut and he just laid it. You well, know? you're a DJ's dream if you do that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. actually did ask. Um, well, I was always in crates too, you know, like. Yeah. Particularly through that period, always buying records. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did ask Discourse to do something actually just last week. Mm. And he said, oh, I'll do it. But can you, can you like hook it all up? So yeah, the yeah. samples are there and yeah, that. So, yeah. What's Henry doing with himself now? He's a busy man. Yeah. Working bro. full time. And yeah. He's got, yeah, like I was saying before, he's got an album. Oh, I'll drop. That's I'm his. sure it's not secret. No, he's got one with um one six. Oh, fuck, right. And it's um it's fucking awesome, man. Sick, dude. He's got like a he's got like a I haven't um, even heard from Six in a long time. Like it's been a long time since we've heard from him. He's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And eventually catches up to us all, dude, you know. He's I think it? he's got he's got a kid, maybe two kids now. Okay. So Yeah. Yeah. That's always hard when you got the babies, it takes a bit of um bit of your time yeah, away. Bro, yeah, yeah, But yeah, that was that's a real ambitious project. Like he's invested in um he's got like a real roads and his wow. keyboards like his um studio's like a wonderland, really. No shit. So Henry's always a bit of a gearhead, like he'd always get you know, he'd fucking get a bit of the you know, yeah. like everything, man. He's like got just Junos the drum machines and, and yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I want to go over there and makes make shit yeah, yeah 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 um so yeah he's still doing 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 what he's doing yeah, that'll come creating. out it's got like 
next, like his covers and stuff are just crazy. He really tries to make stuff special. Yeah, he does, man. He yeah. does. He's a good, good dude. He's been on the podcast before. You know, we've spoken Craig Cartel history with discourse and yeah. stuff like that and design and all that kind of thing. But he'd definitely be one to have back on, you know, when this He probably remembers comes. it all a lot better than me. Yeah, could do. Could do. He's done a lot too, man. Like, you know, just traveling and even that, um, what was the fucking record? Megalomaniac? Yeah, his record. You worked yeah. on that too, didn't you? Yeah, I mixed that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And he did the Starb and Bay one. That's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you work on that shit? Yeah, I mixed that. No yeah. shit. I was happy with that mix down, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, how is, like, Henry versus Fluey to work with versus Morns? Is one f- more, you know? Uh, Let's Fluey's see. like working with myself because yeah, yeah. we've worked heaps. Yeah. Heaps. Um, oh, fuck. You all right? Oh, I just fucking, man, you get older, you know? And yeah. like, I'm sitting like this for maybe too long and it's just like, oh, shit, yeah. you fucking arm. <laughs> Someone give Jake a massage. Um, what was it? What were we saying? Oh, dude, just like working with Fluey, working with Discourse, oh, you know, like. Fluey's like working with myself. Yeah. And I've always mixed his stuff from the very, from his first demo. Yeah. And um, he did, he rarely even has a revision for me. Yeah. He's like total trust in me. Yeah. The fool. Yeah. <laughs> um, discourse knows what he wants a bit. Oh, no, Fluey knows what he wants. Of we, I know what he wants, so yeah, I don't yeah. really need to ask yeah. him. Discor- yeah. Discourse is easy to work with too. He doesn't yeah. have heaps of revisions. Morns knows what he wants. Yeah. So it's more doing doing his thing. Yeah. So I'm working on his record at the moment, and he's got it sussed what he how he wants it. Yeah. He's yeah. more of like a hip hop traditionalist. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, sounding amazing. That guy's got like. A golden voice. You know how some people have a golden voice? You just you record on like a hundred dollar mic, you put it up, Dude. sounds mixed and mastered. Just the a, S's are like right, isn't it, man? Like yeah. it's it's the voice, and then beyond that, the flow. I mean, you gotta think when Morns fucking first came out, like like he was he was an entity unto himself when he dropped, you know, like he was a breath of fresh air. Not to say he was, he yeah. continues to be because Morns Morns is as fucking current as ever, yeah. you know. But I like I just remember that time it was like, oh man, this dude's a problem. Like this dude is incredible. It was he, like his style is a little bit reminiscent, not reminiscent because they came out from the same era, maybe mm. Funk or something. Bro, that's, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Those Adelaide, sure. Adelaide guys. So, the sure. golden, so his golden era, like, yeah, it was a logical kind of hookup. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah, there was a bit of that sort of style going on, but he's stuck with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. For long. Yeah, yeah. Long now. Were you guys supportive of that move, that golden era move? Yeah, that was totally... Yeah. That was I used. To, it was the natural progression for Morns through that at that point. I would say he was just doing his thing. I can't remember having feeling. I was real like I was a dick really with my underground. Mm. You know all that not, you know? all that nineties like yeah. not selling out stuff. Yeah. I really so I wouldn't go to like we get, get nominated for awards. I wouldn't go to them. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I would have been a bit like I don't know. I didn't like success really yeah, you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. stupid self-sabotager yeah. well dude but um yeah no that was logical for him to do that so yeah. i never had any any problem with that and yeah. he was still great cartel it was of like course. a record distribution kind of situation that's it yeah, um, yeah 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 but he became also sort of well i suppose not one of their marquee artists but you know like he was definitely you know under that umbrella wasn't he in one of the ciphers and shit like that or something don't like? think so no don't think so oh, but okay. i could have be been tripping. making jungle yeah, <laughs> making jungle while that yeah. cipher was going on. Yeah. <laughs> How do you find the competition for that mixing mastering dollar at this point, and then beats me? You know, because you know, I mean, we're sitting here with Insidious. Like, there's there's a lot of lot of people out there doing it now, in terms of, and then bringing, you know, what 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 do you offer that artist that other? 
I'm producers cheap. and yeah, what you're cheaper than most. I would say I'm cheaper than most. What do you charge? I'm a hundred, so there you go. I'll get you to the post. I think yeah. I'm going to go to an hourly rate like this year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I try to make it like I've always tried to. I want to do stuff. Yeah. I yeah. don't really want to sit there with a two hundred dollar an hour rate and work on something like every two years. I want to be doing working every day. So yeah, of course, of course. I've worked on um improving my speed rather yeah. than raising my price, but. If I don't mix it, I don't mix it. I, I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. A lot of music going down in the world that I'm not mixing, so course, I'm not like. Of course, but you know, you're doing it. You know, you're the one fucking crew. Well, you know, that's your living. Yeah, yeah. You know, so do you, are you seeing a steady stream of work? Yeah, you're making a living off it. I, I'm not making. I'm not making. A, I'm not getting wealthy. Of course. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, and not even to get into your pockets, but you're busy each day with it. Well, I always. I've never been a big. I don't have a degree or like a big profession. So my jobs have always been like telemarketing and pizza shops and shit. Yeah, so yeah. menial work. I do I make better than minimum wage when yeah, I got yeah. the work there. So yeah, of course. That's that's good. I'm yeah. not trying to like I'm not trying to bleed like I don't have many customers that are making a million dollars a year. That's I'm it, not right. trying to bleed them dry yeah. while they're working on like the factory floor for yeah. $28 an hour or something. I'm, exactly, not, I'm not trying to bleed them dry while I'm sitting in the studio yeah, yeah. smoking and yeah. having a good time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are offering a service and people are coming to you yeah, for that yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, You know, and it, and it deserves a fee. Yeah, you know? it does, yeah. Also with a name attached. So, you know, there's a certain, you know, there's a certain weight that a Gecko Mix Master production will bring to- You reckon? You know? Without a doubt, man. Yeah. Well, you're sitting here, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, we're talking this talk, you know, so you've done it, you know. Yeah. Without fail. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, your original question was how do you go with other engineers and that? I forgot. And that's good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's not a problem. But, Mm. um, yeah, I just love being busy and stuff. Yeah. And And I I am proud to have done, like, a lot. Oh, for certain, bro. You You have to. Fucking A. um, Good discography or whatever. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about, I suppose, the internet, you know, like accessibility to the uh, mix and master isn't what it once was now that we have, you know, well, now that the internet is what it is, you know, we can just fucking send things off. Do people come to your studio anymore? Is that just, nah? Nah, because like I said before we started this interview, I'm a full-blown recluse. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, not a bit reclusive. I'm like, literally. Don't come over. No, nah, I don't even really want people to know where I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, really real. speak to my parents anymore. Okay. Or, you know, I'm fully yeah. just living with my family. Yeah. Off, like, off the map, it's really. Sick, dude. That's sick. Um, so, no, nah, no one comes over. Discourse was the last person to come over. He yeah. sat in while I mixed his record. Yeah. Um, and I never did it again. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, it was good having him. I'd, I'd be up for it again. But yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have a huge studio and... I don't know. What do yeah. you reckon, Ross? Do you like people sitting over your shoulder while you're mixing? Nah, nah. Dude, imagine you're, imagine being a mechanic or something, and you got to put a, put together an engine, and someone's fucking sitting there staring over your yeah. shoulder. You're any, you're any form of trader, anything, and that person is standing over your shoulder watching. Yeah. You know, who the fuck? Like you're left with a washer on the floor, and that motherfucker's sitting there watching. Yeah, you know? yeah. like man, where'd that washer come from? That washer's yeah. missing. You know, like it's yeah. It's, I it's hate people shit. telling me what to do. Too, yeah, for so real, that doesn't help. I yeah. need to be paid a lot more if you're going to boss me around. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. day. Yeah, hundred percent. I do this so I'm not an employee, really. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. It's why you do what you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's dope, dude. But yeah. Discourse was the last person to sit in on the studio. Yeah, he came down and yeah. stayed up with us for a bit. Uh, people, have, people would have to come up and stay because mm. obviously accommodation's mm. a nightmare where we are. Yeah, so, sure. um, And I've got four kids, so oh, we don't have a spare way. bedroom. And, that's true, yeah. You know, it's kind of that. Yeah. Sleepovers are kind of done for me at yeah, this point. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fucking a. But then you know, like there, there is also that outside feedback. You know, that can, I don't know, can be of assistance. Or it nah. can definitely be of assistance. Mm. Like, if people know what they're doing, I won't reference their album so much, and I'll let them make the final decisions on their vocals and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. people I trust. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the people I work with closely pretty much let me do. Yeah. thing do you have do you have points of reference in terms of like what you enjoy sound wise so if you're going into a record do you have a point of reference are you listening to something else or is a person bringing you something and going dude i love the sound of this you know i like the sound of xyz can you make my shit now usually they'll i might get my balls busted if i do the wrong thing on the first one mm-hmm. locking the first track mm-hmm. and i do what what they want to do but my reference tracks are um King King Kunta. Oh yeah. Kunta. Yeah, Kunta. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kunta. Yeah. Um, and a Zero song. Okay. Um Why? Why them in particular? They sound they sound good. No shit. The, the, um I was talking to someone the, about To Pimp a Butterfly the other day, the Kendrick record, and I never really kind of I didn't spend a lot of time with it, you know? Like King Kunta was dope. I don't know? even know I don't I can't stand the guy the guy's really? music. Jerry's first record? His first record was dope. He just has a very annoying flow to me. Yeah. I'm really not into it. But I like that song because I like James Brown and he's yeah. doing a bit of a James Brown yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But he I can dig rapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um he masters he's masters quietly. So mm. he so that zero is a bit more modern, huge bass. Mm. And I've got some other song which I've forgotten, but yeah, I've got like, they're my references at the moment. Oh no shit, yeah, yeah. But That's um, doesn't have, it doesn't too, have to be it? anything like what I'm mixing to yeah, be my reference. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. you still want it to bang and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all live. Wasn't I think to pimp a butterfly was um, wasn't sample based music. I'm pretty sure. No, no, live. they do. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think one of the producers um, he produces everything on his phone. He's got an eye rig <laughs> and he plays Jesus. guitar into his. No shit. Yeah. Christ Almighty! Yeah, it's a fucking new world, eh? That's pretty cool. They've got they they've got like what I had in that old studio I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. They just got they got a good mixing board and stuff in there, yeah. but I think they just got a little. I don't know whether they're still doing that, yeah, but yeah. they did just have that kind of crew environment with the crew studio and yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, are you are you ever receiving anything where you just go, oh, dude, what the fuck is this? Um. <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes Clearly. i do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you just gotta go all right yeah you know what do you fucking do with it Luke russ is giggling he knows yeah <laughs> look honestly not very often it's yeah. not very often you're mostly working with and usually what gets me to um go oh shit is like a two-track mp3 that's limited mm. they can be really talented still mm, mm. can be a great beat but just from an audio perspective, you're kind of like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but no, nah, generally people are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had to boot anyone or... Yeah. And I think also if they... If someone gives you like a stanking turd, mm. they're going to get that back. Dude, and they usually think it's your fault. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. So true, you true, don't true. really have to work with them again. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. Real, real rare. 
to be honest. Yeah. And I'm not just being diplomatic. Everyone's pretty good. But yeah, no, that's dope, dude. Yeah. That's dope. Well, dude, fuck, man. I don't know. Let's. I don't know. Anything we should talk about? Where's the fucking? Where's where's uh, where's music heading into the future for you? I mean, we've got the flu record dropping. I'm back on it. Like back on it. I've got um. I've got an album with this guy Komodo that's mm. finished. We're just getting artwork done and stuff. Mm. And um, I got one with Dill Thomas. Sick. That'll be interesting. Yeah. And the one with Fluey that's dropping tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm. What's I'm, the record I'm Fluey called? At the moment, tomorrow. Money. Money. Sick. Dropping digitally and on Wax. Yeah, Wax um, Record Store Day. Ah, yeah. when's that? What date's that? Twenty second of April. Twenty second of April. Okay, yeah. This will. Probably, I don't know if this will be out. No, this will be out maybe after. But either way, you'll be able to find that vinyl. You'll be able to fucking. No, you won't. It's going to be sold out. Yeah, it'll be sold out. <laughs> Man, that is a fucking great attitude. It'll be long fucking gone yeah. by the time this goes to air. But you can stream it digitally and all that sort of shit. And man, Gecko's got projects on the way, man. There's fucking mad shit happening. And like, you just go through this, go through this back catalogue, man. You know, like I was looking at it before. I was just like, wow. You know, even the Wix stuff with the Booze Brothers and. I mixed Man. one of them. I think Prowler did the other one. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the remixes, dude, like doing that shit, that AZ stuff and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a few something to do. Tapes like that. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Well, he has a whole um he has a whole album of acapellas. So yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. crack at this. And just but I remember listening to a couple of them too, you know, and you taking your approach, your 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 approach, your approach to them, you know? Yeah. Beats blends and remixes volume one. What was that? That was me really badly DJing a mix. Like no trying, shit. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, blends. Yeah, yeah I was trying. To <laughs> Did you put it? Oh man, I've seen this cassette. My client has this cassette. Holy fuck! A oh, word. Yeah, I've seen that cassette, dude. My client owns that cassette. Yeah, that's crazy. They were all just small runs, like yeah. fifty runs, just yeah. having fun. That was meant to be a series. Yeah, all the Craig Cartel guys were going to do mixtapes. Yeah, but they all dropped the ball. <laughs> so I was the only one that did them. Dude, that's life in general, though, yeah. isn't it? Listen, brother, thank you so much for coming, man. Thanks I know for having fucking, us. Like, listen, man, you're reclusive. You know, you don't get out there. You don't do these interviews. But, man, this is one I was definitely excited to have you for, man. You yeah, know? well, sorry Go through I'm a not bit the of greatest comment. interviewee, don't but know. everyone said, oh, yeah, Jake will um, Jake will look after you. He's a good interviewer. Yeah, so man. I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. Nah, dude, it's fucking, man, you're a good dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I love your music, brother. Thanks so for having us, man. Thank you for coming, man. And once again, this has been Beers, Beers Beats, and the Biz for the, another week. we got Duckets in the spot, place to be. Insidious on the boards, Mesk on the fucking cameras. Man, Gecko on the production, the mix downs, the spits. Actually, where can everyone find you, bro? Like, you know, if you wish to be found. Phil social Gector media. at Instagram. The man himself, yeah. Phil Gector at Instagram. Get at him for all those kind of things. This has been Beers Beats and the Biz for another week. Head to uh, Patreon. Shouts to 420 Superstores, Illegal Merch, Crush City, head to Patreon, uh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>